first time. Well, here we are. We are streaming. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Angie Atkinson, and I'm here with the lovely and talented Lise Colucci. Lise, welcome back. Thank you. My pleasure. Um, I, I know that uh, we've both gone through a few things recently, and Lisa is feeling better. Oh, good. I'm not going to hear myself talking. <laughs> Lisa's is really better. I don't know. If, I'm not going to spread your business, but anyway. Oh, it's okay. So, I just had COVID. So. COVID. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They all know over at the other. They, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh, she froze. We thought we fixed that. So we're going to talk today about when you have a narcissist in your life you can't get rid of or whatever and how they treat you when you need their support when you're sick when you're in need when you're sad when you have something bad happen so i kind of gave the topic oh am i back okay yeah you're back i kind of said the topic so perfect perfect so yeah <laughs> thank you yeah <laughs> okay so as you guys may or may not be aware i have a little problem with my internet right now <laughs> keeps popping on on and off about every 10 minutes Hopefully it'll be less than that now. Can you see or, or hear me now? Yeah, you're perfect. Yeah. Okay. So, so when narcissists, when you need their support, mm -hmm. what has your experience been, Lise? Mm. Well, that's when they abandon you. That's when they attack you. That's when, um, oh my gosh, I have a client who every time something's going on and if her ex-narcissist who parallel parents with her catches wind of it even just mm -hmm. has a hint that she's got the stress going on he'll right. start bombarding her with a million questions that aren't important right just Absolutely. to like flood her flood her and take oh. attention kick mm -hmm. you when you're down is what you're kick talking you about when you're down and yeah, yeah. and yeah right. and steal the focus because her attention's like on high drive right so oh yes and he knows that mm -hmm. about her and so he gets all the you know of course she just ignores him but yeah right yeah <laughs> that's true yeah i mean i don't know about that one part but yeah, yeah. go on <laughs> oh sometimes that that's when you'll see what you might be quote the best of them like a narcissistic mm -hmm. mother might be the only time she gives attention right because she's living vicariously through you not feeling well or you being sad or and oh being, yeah being the one to be there for you mm -hmm. yeah. uh-huh and then they'll turn on you of course afterward and right mm-hmm it's ridiculous. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> yep. I've seen, hey, hey, Christine, thanks for being here. Silent Al Tracy. Thanks, you guys. Um, yes, I have seen, oh, hey, Bill. I got to stop that. I got to stop doing it. Hi. I'm all happy to see you. Um, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I've seen the kick you when you're down thing is like a very common one, yeah. unfortunately, in my own life. <laughs> like, it wouldn't matter if I was sad because someone passed away or if I was sick or if I was so overwhelmed that I was like in a pile of floor crying, which happened back then. Um, it wouldn't matter. There would be like one more thing to pile on top of my stresses, right? It was common. Um, okay. Also, <laughs> um, let's see what else. Um, with with going through when you're sick, like, did you mention sick? Because I'm mm -hmm. kind of was reading the chat. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. When you're sick with now, uh, when I was a kid and I was, I was sick. It was only good if it was convenient for that person to be there for me that day, but it wasn't always convenient. So then it was bad. <laughs> um, so abandonment. Yeah. Like you mentioned, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but sometimes the good, the good egg sandwich thing or, you know, right. Whatever it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a sick day egg sandwich. Um, yeah. Good to see you, Belle. Um, she just said something. Well, she asked a question, but she didn't. Hey, Jack. Simmering. Oh, I need to fix her. Um, okay. Let's see here. 
least what what other types of uh, situations have, did you experience where, you know, they were they were they let you down or they shockingly came? I can through? remember one time like getting taking care of them while they had a flu. Yes. Um, and trying really hard not to get sick, you know, but taking care mm-hmm. of, of like a normal human does. Oh right? yeah. Taking care of, yeah. of this person, and then of course I get the flu the next mm-hmm. like three days after they're recovering, and then they took off and went on vacation. You have. <laughs> And, then and, it was, and it was a car trip camping. So all of it could have been rescheduled or changed dates or whatever. And they took off while I was getting, and it was a bad one. It was one of those flus where you're like down and you actually need people to bring you tea and water and stuff. Cause you like, yeah. I can't. yeah. So yeah, that, that <laughs> that's, I'm not laughing. It's, it's not, right. it's not funny at all. It's actually really sad and very hurtful to have that. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the thing we can sit here and we can kind of, I think sometimes humor is very healing, right? So I want to make that a statement, oh, but yeah. you know, so, but anytime, Hey, Kira, new member or old member, actually not old, but you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Member. <laughs> member. <laughs> my day has been crazy today. You guys, I know some of the people here are aware. <laughs> my, my child is in the uh, chat right now. Sorry. There is our, one of our new mods. Um, <laughs> but, but sorry, would help out. Okay. Mod. <laughs> um, yeah so anywho um everybody I am totally scattered and I'm so sorry I have okay. I have nothing um in general though what I have seen with narcissists in anytime you need their support they are going to make it harder another time you need their support or at least their their lack of negativity would be like holidays or birthdays mm-hmm. uh, so often they make them about themselves right well, yeah <laughs> and if it's not about themselves it's quickly it will become about them even funeral or like other people's weddings or you know they they have just yeah well here's a here's a good one from uh, from jamie she said hi jamie she says in my case if i have a problem my mother has always been in the same situation and hers was always oh, worse. of course it yeah. was oh yes oh yes mm-hmm. so it's a lack of validation and a lack of empathy yeah. like in order to even if you have had the same situation like you know, I got COVID, whoever's had COVID and, and you say, yes. I'm not feeling good. And they don't go, oh, I have, if they say, well, at least you weren't feeling how I felt. Right, right. <laughs> what the I heck? Know. That doesn't help. You yeah. empathize, you empathize. They can't empathize. So. They cannot. Yeah. No, no. I had a, a roommate in college who used to say, oh, you think that's bad? Oh. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Don't be crazy. Like oh some she didn't even know. Uh-huh. <laughs> crazy. Yes. Yeah, Jamie, I feel your pain. Um, and that's really hard when it's like your your mother and she's one of your close inside people. Like, who are you supposed to ask for? I like how uh, she worded it at the competition for who whose life is worse. It does, it becomes a competition. They see the attention it's getting and then they want yeah. it, and so they compete for it. Crappy. Sick. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, let's see. Um, oh, I got, I just did the thing with the chat that time. Okay. Um, so we have that bloke, <laughs> hey, hey, that bloke tour. Just wanted to say, hey, thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for being here. Uh, let's see. Side trip dealt. Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> here comes. <laughs> Somebody's having a, was, I, guess, I think it's one of those, maybe it's in the air days. It is. Kind of it's an in the air week. Let's just put it that yeah, way. Okay. And it's only Tuesday, I think. Yeah. Maybe we should all take a deep breath together, everybody. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it. 
Exhale. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do it. But how's your lungs? Are they good? <laughs> I oh, she, I knew it. <laughs> that happened to me after I had COVID too. All right. All right. It's all right. It's okay. All good. Yes. Okay. Let's yeah. see. That can relate to Jamie's experience for sure. Um, I think a lot of us might be able to on some level. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jamie says, thanks for following mine out. <laughs> yes, girl. Okay. Uh, Peggy, hey Peggy. Peggy says, "Oh, by the way, Lise, jump in anytime. I'm not. I'm not trying to run it. I just have a problem. I forget that I'm supposed to. Be. So just jump in. <laughs> okay. Oh no, um, I'm just trying to read comments. Okay. Yeah. Start. Start. Yeah. Start the other end. Okay. Peggy says, "I hadn't even thought about that. Been unwell for about two weeks. Can't even make it to the mailbox. Oh my goodness. But we have had to pretend I'm just fine. Play with fire. This too shall pass. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I don't know the whole story, but I hope that you feel better. I, I don't know if you're dealing with COVID or." something else but either way I hope I'm feeling or getting this too shall pass as you said mm -hmm. yeah okay all right um well I think what the the hardest part about this is there are expectations to be cared for especially when we're hurting or sad or in need or financial need or I mean they do it with financial needs too it's when they will right. pull back on the purse strings or they will uh, flaunt their vacation in your face when you have, you know, just had a major financial hit or they, right. whatever, whatever it is, they're going to attack. Yeah. And it's the emotional part that is so hard. We can get through like, so what? I dragged myself up. I got myself water. I'm obviously still here. So I made it, you know, <laughs> I get past the flu, past mm. whatever. And, but it, the emotional part of the abandonment, the, the lack of somebody having any empathy for you when you're at your lowest, when you're the person who does everything to care for the other person and, and those around and, and their family and their friends and their animals and whatever, then it's, um, that's the hard part, I think. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, I think you're hundred percent. And I mean, on the flip side of that, let me just throw this out here. Okay. There is something that happens with, um, did somebody just knock? Oh, that was my amazing. dog. Okay, that's fine. Her dog's like, excuse me. Yeah. She's on the wall and I had to hit the wall. Like, Get off the wall. He's fine. <laughs> We're all over the place, aren't we? Oh my gosh, we really are. It's good. All right. I wanted to I wanted to touch on something though. I just see here in the chat from, from Kevin. He says, Welcome Angie's kid. On the bright, you get to learn about your mom's story of traumatic past. Hold up. I would never have my child in here if my child didn't already know all the things. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, frozen. No, she froze. Okay, I'm going to move on while she's frozen and she'll come back when she's back. So freedom, freedom fighter. It is amazing the lack of empathy these narcissists have and what great actors they are and how quickly they flip the switch. In front of others, they are all love and understanding. Helen, hello, welcome back. When you're alone with them, it's a whole different thing. Oh yeah, I just read it oh. while you were, yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah, no, just that, that how they sw can flip a switch, what great actors they are and how they, oh yeah. And especially um, when you're down and you can't be your like normal self and you just sit and watch it. Oh, so gross, right? Yeah. Now there's like, oh yes, I'm the best of this. I'm taking care of this, of that. And then the second you're alone, they're like, what do you need? Right. If they even give you that, right? Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm, am I frozen? Oh, wait, no, I'm you're back. fine now. You're good. Did you miss anything I said? Yes, I missed everything you said. You said you wouldn't have had your child in here if they didn't already know your story, and then it went blank. <laughs> okay, well, let me just add what I was saying also. 
I take very, I'm very considerate of their emotional needs. And I would never put my kids in a position to be uncomfortable. This was a volunteer deal from a 14 year old who's above average, okay? <laughs> Intelligence wise and otherwise. And I'm not just saying that there are people in the chat who know this to be true, okay? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, at least one. Um, okay. Thank you, Simarine, for putting in our reminders. I really appreciate that. Oh, wait a minute. Kevin says, Angie, have you heard about the work of Dr. Safer Jean? I have not. I have, and I'm trying to remember what it is. I might have actually. Yeah, what it, I, I uh, the names in me go like I forget who did what. So right. but the I'll, name I'll, is familiar. Mm -hmm. The same. It's not somebody I've deeply studied, but it is somebody that I've I'll, I'll I have it open in. Oh, oh, Jean Safer, sociological. Yep. Okay. I'll look into that one um, and we'll talk about it soon. All right. Um, thank you, Kevin. I, I, I know that I heard someone tell me that name recently. It might have been a client. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Sure. Ellen's in the hospital right now. She says, I'm in the hospital and no one bothers to even check on me unless they need something. I'm so sorry. I know. Um, are you in the hospital for COVID? Do we know why? Doesn't matter. You don't have to tell us. Um, You're okay. We'll yeah. In recovering. We're checking on you. Yeah, but now that I know this, I can check on you a little more often. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. As long as you stay connected with our discourse, and Ellen's one of our members. Um, okay. Let's see. Where were we? Do you have a question for us or anything? Um, no, I'm just I'm just look scanning here. Um, okay. Hey, Jack. Um, I see that you put to Kevin uh, your reply to Sawyer and Angie. Where is the? Did I miss something? Let me know. Um, Okay, free dumb fighter says I've got. If you want, I can do. <laughs> I can wait. I just was gonna go while you were. Oh, go go go! Because yeah, it's it's hard to check on my phone. It's. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> um, free dumb fighter says it is amazing the lack of empathy these narcissists have and what great actors they are and how quick That's they can the flip I read. the switch. Is I did. The yeah, it's the one I read. Yeah. So we did that one already. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. Ah, Belle, I love that. Thank you. The deep breath thing. Sassy Mom says, yes, accepting thyself stronger emotionally. Oh, I love that. Okay, here's something I want to talk about. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. With, with back to the, back to this, I'm not trying to talk about my kids this whole time, by the way. Back to the Sawyer thing, though. I've been doing this, I've been doing YouTube since Sawyer was, I don't know, what, what year is this, 21? Sawyer was like six or, or five or something like that. Um, and I think it's really important to teach our children to recognize toxic people. Mm -hmm. Okay. And also to be strong um, enough to be, to set their own boundaries. And, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because Sawyer happens to be a badass person. And what I mean is, I feel like on so many levels that kid is stronger than me. And I mean, emotionally speaking. Now I don't, I don't treat Sawyer that way, but I treat, but I allow Sawyer to express anything as needed, you know, within reason. I mean, obviously don't call me horrible names, but, <laughs> but well, you have your own boundaries, but then there's, but then there's be your own person. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. hundred percent. So I think that's really important for everyone to, to, to note. And again, I couldn't do anything that wouldn't be family friendly on this channel anyway. So yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, all right. You got one? No. Um, what is Kira saying? My NPD dad actually kicked me out of the car and made me walk home because he thought I embarrassed him in the supermarket checkout. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Oh, when I was 14 and just moved there that week. I would never do that to my kid. 
Uh, awful. <laughs> yeah, I, that's something that, yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you, sassy mom saying, how do you end cycle safely oh. as a mom for her kids and get bombarded with calls yet go no contact dangerous? Well, it depends on what your custody papers say, whether you can go to contact fully or not, mm -hmm. but you can certainly get court approved apps and require, um, you know, require that, have the court require you that you only communicate through those apps and that way the court can keep an eye on whatever is said or done. I'm not right. even sure if the court has to require that. I think we can say where we were allowed to have, I think, I don't know. I would check well, to make sure, but. Yeah, it's um, different in every you know what I mean? Like you're allowed to say, I don't want to do text. Yes. You don't have, and, you know, I can do yes. only email or I can only do a court approved That's, app, you know? Yes. I don't know that would, you can force them to buy the app though, without the court approval. I think some of them are free. It depends on what state you're in. But yeah. um, I think, do you, have you used the court approved apps before? Please? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you have to pay for yours? Yes. Okay. Not so expensive though. It's not, it's not a lot. It's a per okay. year annual charge and Okay. And it saves things because you can put, you put a title, just like an email mm -hmm. and everything, if you title things well, mm -hmm. you can always find the thread you're looking for. When you go back to say, wait, didn't they say something in the middle of the crazy that, you know, you can always find it. Whereas through a text, you can't do that. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let's see here. <laughs> I guess Sawyer is able to tell you that, yeah. Internet in and out. I, I don't know if I'm going in or out, so just tell me. <laughs> it's your. It's she says it's no custody. It's my kids. He's boyfriend only. So oh. you're asking how to. You're getting bombarded with calls, and you want to go no contact. How do you end the cycle? Okay, I'm confused. Okay, so ending the cycle in the relationship, you just you have to hold on to that no contact thing, and if he's harassing you, you're allowed to report that. You know. Mm -hmm. Um. So I don't know if that's least thoughts. Yeah, I that's. I mean, you you. If the person is physically dangerous, you make sure you're protected. You have cameras up. You have you notify people that this is what's going on, and you know you have some protection in place for yourself. Mm -hmm. If you're more worried about like emotional safety, you you they're if they're gonna bombard and harass, you block. If yeah. if you report it. I don't know if that's going to be a state to state term as well. What, what is deemed harassment, right. but figure out what is harassment in your state and report it if it's continues. Yeah. And document they, either way. And document either way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just document, screenshot, save it in a folder. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can even go down to your phone. I mean, depending on which uh, provider you use for your phone, I know like at Verizon, you could go and have it blocked where they can't even ring your phone. <laughs> like they can't even act. They'll call and it'll say this person, you know, this party is not available. And that's all it'll say. So I'm just saying there are lots of different ways to, or change your phone number. If you, I've had mine for so long, I've, it's older than my two young mm -hmm. kids. You know what I mean? So it's like 20 years old. So I don't even want to change it, but you can do that too. That's another possibility. I mean, my phone number. Report to whom? Getting calls right. and more had cops here twice and CPS is getting involved, but she has a way to trick the CPS. Exactly. And it can be, especially when you have a female narcissist, this is another person, this is Tony's coffee house saying, mm -hmm. who do we report to? Document, document, right. document, keep the documentation somewhere all in one place. Um, okay. You know, it's sometimes this is a game of waiting it out until mm -hmm. they get bored and walk away. 
and it's no fun. That's why gray rock is so important. Mm -hmm. Don't engage ever. If you are, I don't know if Tony is a male and they said she, so I'm assuming that's a female narcissist. Be very careful. Do not engage because every engagement she will twist to look like you're the one doing something to her mm -hmm. or she could. So be careful if you're don't, if you see her in public and she approaches you alone, get in up, get somewhere where there's other people quickly so yes. that you have witnesses to show, keep your hands behind your back, keep your, keep your, you know, your demeanor looking away, trying to get away from her. Right. Don't, don't engage in it. And if she's calling and talking to you, just hang up. She knocks on your door, don't answer. She doesn't leave, you call the police. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's one of those things that feels feels almost uncomfortable, especially if you're, you know, it's a co-parent. Um, <laughs> but you have to do what you have to do. And you have to, you are, especially if you have orders, uh, custody orders or whatever. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, just be careful. Um, what do we got here? Angie froze. I'm just sitting here like waiting for her to talk, guys. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else today? What else? Let's see. Thank you, Jack. He linked a video. Um, Am I back? You're back. Thankfully, <sighs> I couldn't find anything. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, this is really bad. This is like every like, what, five, 10 minutes? It's like you got the hiccups. <laughs> it's driving me crazy. It's all day, and I'm in meetings online today, too. Like, uh, all of them, uh, oh my gosh, so bad. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, Peggy, are you with me, Lise? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I'm so scared. I'm quiet, yeah. Don't okay. be scared. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, you, Peggy says, at least I'm lucky. I live alone so no one knows. And I don't have anywhere to go. So, And I don't have to go anywhere, so I cannot go out and no one notices. Now, this worries me because this tells me, I think you're talking about being sick. Mm -hmm. I think you have to be careful with yourself, Peggy. Don't don't risk your health. Just, just be careful. I know it's hard because like I don't want to go anywhere either. I, in fact, I think the other day I don't think I've left the house in two weeks. But mm -hmm. but at the same, I mean, not that you know, yeah, whatever. Um, but the point is, well, I work from home. To be fair, exactly. I know I've done that. I'm like, wait, I haven't yeah. left the house in a week either. Oh, yeah, I should probably go do something. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we work but here. We don't, yeah, we don't. <laughs> groceries are delivered to the front door. Like, what? <laughs> Where am I going to go? Well, I quarantined. Okay. I did the whole like quarantine thing. So it's okay. weird, right? Like, I'm like, fair enough. Yeah. I, I have no excuse. Hey, <laughs> I'm free. You're free today, you said? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yay. Okay. Yay. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Chris knows it's true about <laughs> what I missed earlier. Okay. Peggy, I hope you're taking care of yourself and I hope mm -hmm. that you're not isolating in a dangerous way or anything big hugs um okay hi redheaded riding hood haven't seen you in a while hello, hello. all right let's see Aww, thank you ellen <laughs> that was me Aww. me fumbling <laughs> so <laughs> and he's frozen <laughs> <laughs> next time i go frozen you should sing a song or something okay <laughs> okay you guys don't know this but lisa's actually an amazing singer Oh. okay <laughs> she's trying to pretend like she's not y'all have seen the guitars behind her in the other room right the They're same right okay i don't play them but that little, <laughs> little rosy cheeks there <laughs> okay see we're having a little disjointed stream today we're fine we with are. That, right? it's all okay. right indeed all right let's see here <laughs> freedom fighter okay wait ellen says 
I am, thank you, I'm a fighter, but sometimes we just want our family to care. I, that I feel. Um, and actually, that's a tough one, right? Am I still here? Did I leave again? You're here, you're here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, I, I, I get that wanting the family to care thing too. Mm -hmm. um, but, but I think that in general, <laughs> uh, in general, I think it's a matter of understanding that it's okay if they don't, and it's not your fault if they don't, because that has been really hard for me. And, and so what I do is they turn around and I, I, I look at my own experiences in childhood, my experiences as an adult, and try to do just a little better for my kids. I hope they'll do a little better for their kids and so on and so forth. Then we have broken the cycle, you know, mm -hmm. uh, anyway, uh, on, on the same note, and I hope I hope I'm not reading something you've already read, but from Freedom Fighter, um, when you're no longer, it says to Jack, yes, and when you're no longer drawing the attention that they so, de I think, give them the attention. Oh, they look for new supply attention. Yeah, so this is actually very interesting, um, Freedom Fighter, because they certainly do like to switch up the supply uh, at, at moments where, oh yeah, mm -hmm. like, let's say you, you were a beauty queen and then your face got ripped off somehow <laughs> or whatever. That's a really horrible thing. Um, but I'm just saying, or you looked less amazing than you used to look or, or you have let whatever. Yeah. They'll certainly always be looking for a new supply, but that even when they're with a, a good supply or a satisfactory supply, they'll always be looking for a new supply. That's one of the ways you can spot them. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, they're always, yeah. Always on the hunt for more and better and newer, not better, just different. Okay. Just they different. don't even, right. You don't even need better. It doesn't even have to be, no. Or something happening to you, or you not giving? You could be amazing. You probably are amazing. You know. I mean, <laughs> like, really. Let's be honest. Yeah. They're still gonna do that. It's just what right. they do. They just. It's... Yeah. They want all the flavors. I had. I did. I tell you when I was on dating apps. Uh huh. I used it as an as a way to observe what's out mm -hmm. there on dating yeah. apps for yeah. other survivors and myself, but also for mm -hmm. other people's because I'm right. like. I don't know what they're, I mean, I know, I believe what people are talking about, but I got to see this. So there's right. this, this one person, I knew he was a narcissist. I knew it. So I'm like, yeah, let's meet. <laughs> I sure. want, I have some questions. Did you ask him? I did. I said, I said, why do you, he was like, oh, I'm in an open relationship with my wife. And I'm like, are you really? Tell me about that. How's that? Can I have a phone number, please? Yeah. <laughs> does, does she know you're here? Oh no, not tonight. Blah blah blah. Because we're just talking. There's nothing wrong with me sitting. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with you sitting in a bar talking to a woman. Okay, cool. Hey, you know, cool. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I said, so I said, okay, tell me, what is it? Is it is it legitimately just cheating on purpose for you? Because you could tell this guy this isn't ethically anything. This guy mm. was obviously narcissistic. And he said, you know how you know that phrase, you want your cake and you wanna you wanna eat it too. Because I just want everybody's cake. No. Uh -huh. Because oh. you know, has some is strawberry, some's chocolate, some's vanilla, some has sprinkles, some has glaze, some has. I said, so you just want all the flavors. I'm gonna give him one of those. Uh, what what is that flavor? Gross. Um, Gross. Yeah. Right. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> like that's. What's that one? Yeah. That's uh, the poison one. That's the flavor. Yeah, but you see, he didn't care. It wasn't <laughs> right. because something was wrong with his his supply, who is his wife. It wasn't because of that or his, you know, whatever. It was that he like, they like, they just want all of it. Yeah. Yeah. And they know, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's not always even sex. Sometimes no. it is. 
No, but, it's attention. Yeah. It's anything. Yeah. Right. It's just, that's just one example with a really obvious example. Yeah. Another one, This he, she asked him, how, don't you know how much I love you? And he goes, don't you know they all love me? In other words, all of the women that he cheats with? I would not. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. You know, never, never compete, right? No, it's not, no, it's not even, it's not even about you. It's about their sick need for more and more supply. Yeah, and, and if they ever, a narcissist's dream would be to have five or six people competing over their attention. I mean, don't oh, be one of them. Please, yeah, absolutely. That's their, yeah. yeah. Mm. Or more, you know. Or more, many as yeah. it gets. They're gross. Yeah. Yeah. They probably will have some kind of. <laughs> I'll stop. Okay. Um, <laughs> give another one for us, please. Uh, let's see. Or more information from that one narcissist. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. <laughs> I had another one really on that same on that same journey. There was another one who was uh, less of the um, less of the sexual predator, more of the emotional vampire. Mm -hmm. And we were sitting talking and I saw something cool, like a butterfly or something. And I was looking at it and he said, wow, your face, when you noticed that thing, whatever it was, I said, what? He goes, what is that? And I said, interest. <laughs> He's like, no, it was almost like, and for that moment, you were feeling what that butterfly felt. Oh, said, yeah. Empathy. <laughs> and he, goes, he said something like, yeah, that, because do you feel that for people? I said, well, well, a little bit more for people than I would a butterfly, but it's a little different. And I, I'm like, right. I said, what, you don't? And he goes, huh, I want that. How do I get it? Huh. I said, why do you want it? He goes, because I bet it feels good. I'm like, oh, supply, man. You just want it for oh. supply, <laughs> gross. So there's another one, yeah. Yeah. That is, yeah. yeah. Oh, I had a narcissist tell me one time that, <laughs> that when they would, they left, first of all, they like to argue. And whenever somebody would start, when they would start to lose the argument, they would shift and, and, and intentionally go after the other person's most painful spots. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I was like. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And then he, and then this person said, well, doesn't everybody do that? And I said, no. What are you talking about? No, no, no. Yeah. They're, oh. No way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Sassy mom saying, what do you do if X makes lies about you if you have to call the cops and then they can turn on you too because of the lies, I'm assuming. That's a really, wait, say it again. I got distracted. What is, how, what do you do if your ex makes lies about you if you have to call the cops and then the cops turn on you too? Oh man. Okay. We see this actually, we see this and, and what, what the best thing to do is stay calm and what is the what is the symbol that you're supposed to do um if you're in a physically dangerous situation i don't know I, I, yeah there are different things i've seen people have dots on their hands um what else anything and i see i don't know if this is anything but <laughs> i've seen people do this look it up look up the symbol for because the cops should know how to read that oh she froze no because she had something to say here yeah i would say don't get hysterical, stay calm. Don't get angry and, and yelling. Keep your, keep your emotional response as calm as you can. Obviously you're gonna show fear and frustration, but try not to engage if the cops aren't believing you, if the police aren't believing you, 
or or you feel like they're not believing you don't engage with that right away there you are okay I was, saying, I was saying to stay emotionally calm, especially in front of anyone like the police or anybody. Yes. Obviously being upset is natural and they're going to understand that. But if you start arguing or defending yourself too much, it can look like the kind of domestic dispute that the police don't get involved in. Right. Um, my suggestion to you also, in addition to everything Lee said, which is absolutely on point, um, keep your eyes downcast and, mm -hmm. and try not to look at the narcissist and the narcissist is going to try to obviously the worst part is if, if they are the police right like if i have had a client which i will not name any areas but she lived somewhere in the united states and her ex was a police officer and had the wool pull there was so many, there was nothing she she basically was a prisoner in her in his old former home and her current home and she couldn't leave until her kid was 18 mm. because of you know and i've heard worse um so I would ask you if, as long as the person isn't the police, if they are the police, then you might want to think about moving. I don't know if that's possible, but um, it's so hard. I wish I could say better things about that. Do you, do you know the person's situation, Lise? No, I don't. No, I'm just, yeah, that's what I would say. It is hard. It's hard to, again, it's, it's not something that usually is handled like in one incident. It's sort of, you slowly build the case. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's an ugly thing, but it, you can it, do it. And it's yeah. really hard to, yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially if you like live in a really small town, it's bad. Mm -hmm. um, but now see, here's another thing to talk, to think about really quickly. And I'm not gonna talk about the Deb Heard thing, but if, if you are a female dealing with a male narcissist, it can still happen, but it's worse in this case for men sometimes. Although I've seen it where women have been arrested for something that they, after having been, the victim uh, but but most often what you see is the the man being arrested when the woman was the aggressor and so i hope that things like that johnny Depp mm -hmm. case other mm -hmm. things right will help with bringing forward you know because it's hard for a guy in our society to go she just hit me in the face or she did this or that you know what i mean but he might not say much of anything or he might you know try to protect himself some other way and it just never goes well never well, goes even well. putting your hands up to protect yourself mm -hmm. can look like a blow or can be twisted into it being a blow. Right. And that's, it's so hard. Yeah. And another thing was I going to say that um, I know someone who wears, a, she wears a cam when she does any, any inner in exchange, she turns on the cam and she says, she says body cam on <laughs> when she walks up. She has, a, I mean, I'm laughing, but it was just so clever. Right. Right. Yeah. And then she has a dash cam as well for that purpose. Um, and it picks up all the screaming and yelling. It's not a court admissible because obviously it's, it's, uh, well, some of it is, but some of it isn't. And it really depends on the state, but it's more just to, to, to slow it down. Yeah. And all he screams is turn off that stupid camera is turn off that. So it cuts the insults down to something manageable. Indeed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's wow. You know, anything, if you can be that bold, then, you know, by all means, I think that in my own past, that wouldn't have gone over very well. No, it really depends on the narcissist you're dealing right. with. Yeah. You don't want to right. do that if they're dangerous. This is a verbally harassing kind of whiner type. Yeah. Right. And those types of, I think the more common types, typically they, they sound, they have a big bark, but no bite. 
kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still make your head messed up. Mm-hmm. And they still make your life terrible. So, you know, because, okay, going on and on with all that, it, we could, but we'll, we won't. I have no idea how long we've been streaming because my thing uh, is- About a half hour. Yeah. Okay. Are you about, you getting close to- Yeah, I'm getting close to needing to go soon. Alrighty. Alrighty. So um, everybody, we're going to probably wrap up for the moment. I, I do want to say this one thing. I saw you guys were chatting about lupus and um, I know that's a very difficult um, thing to deal with. I know a lot of the autoimmune, uh, the, I don't want to say it, conditions. Um, we see that those conditions um, including, I know lupus might be, I can't remember if it's hereditary or not, but for whatever reason we I see- I believe it's autoimmune as well. That's what I thought, okay. We, we see a lot more uh, survivors if you look at the survivor population, and what was the other one, Lisa, that I was talking about? We were talking, I think it's one that, um, fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I don't, I'll, I'll let you, but anyway, I've noticed years ago that in our population of survivors, there's there are much higher autoimmune incidences than the general population. And I think there's something to it, but I try to be careful about talking about it because when I did talk about it one time, several, and I even brought experts on to talk about it, but several fibromyalgia people, people who had it said, don't do that. It's, it's hurting our case because, because they, they hear that it's caused by narcissistic it's abuse. It's all or in your head then. Head. Yeah. But, it's but not. here's the thing. High levels of cortisol do, do increase brain inflammation that we know. Yeah. Brain inf- minute brain inflammation does increase the autoimmune sensitivities your body may have, which could trigger yep. I'm no doctor. I am not, this is not medical advice. This right. is just like from my own personal observation, getting that inflammation down, it helps mm-hmm. with those things. And it is never going to go down if you're under constant stress from your cortisol being so high. So. Right. Right. That's right. It's, it's just, it's an ongoing. It's an ongoing thing, but we do see it. Whether Whatever the reason is, we can't say we don't know, but, um, or we can't, we can say from our own experience, but not from yeah. medical. We can't give medical advice, but but absolutely. we do see it. We do see these things a lot in within yes. the community. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And we also see people feeling better when they're not around the narcissist. So what's that? Ding about? ding. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Ellen agrees. By the way, she said she has three different autoimmune going. And I'm going to tell you something. This is it's legit. I know it is, but I don't want to do anything to be against. Wait a minute. I just saw one thing. No, here. no, no, no. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. No, it's legitimate and it's physiological, not just in your head. If by in your head, you mean in the minute swelling mm-hmm. and stuff in your brain, then sure. Yeah. But that's physiological. That's not, yeah. it's not psychosomatic. Yes. Well, and John says, yeah, narcissism will make you sick. It's true. Um, wait a minute, Kevin, I'm going to answer this one last question. Then we're going to wrap up. I promise. Are you, can you hear that's okay. me? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Kevin says, um, do you think the, that the fact that you are empaths make you more effective parents, I would say hundred percent. I mean, I'm not saying I'm perfect because I'm far from it, but um, I would say, yeah, because my, in fact, it probably makes me too nice sometimes, <laughs> but I was very, very um, growing up. I just had my own trauma. And, and so I tried to avoid that, but then, you know, inevitably there's something else, you know, so everybody has their own kind of childhood experience. I think, and I think if Sawyer's still here, Sawyer might agree that it's not, um, it, it, life isn't too terrible. I mean, I think, I think I'm a better parent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to overstate myself, but I think I'm a, no. a decent parent and I I'm do sure definitely. Awesome. Yeah. 
very much connect with my kids in there. And I, I know you are too, Lise. Mm-hmm. So, what are your thoughts on that? Make us more effective parents. Sometimes less it can help and it can hinder. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it yeah. makes us more attuned parents and it makes yes. us more, um, for me, it makes me more of an objective parent, which sounds weird, but it makes it so that I'm able to allow that child to be who they are. And sometimes that may not look like the most touchy feely, squishy thing. Right. Because I'm keeping myself distanced to allow them, because even though I don't want to, <laughs> from a certain situation, not from the child, but like, of course. I'm not, yeah. I'm not engaging in the way, like a narcissistic parent in the same situation might flood their child with love bombing. Mm-hmm. If it's their golden child, or right. I might sit back and say, great job. And not flood the child with love bombing. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't think, wow, that's amazing. Or maybe, you know, if it's warranted, of course, but I'm not right. going to love bomb for every little thing. Right. Because I don't need the attention coming back at me. So sometimes it makes it a lonelier experience as a parent because you're not pulling the child's attention. It's it's interesting. Right. It's yeah. interesting. Empathy and parenting is an interesting thing. It genuinely is. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, yeah. It, me, it can make me more objective and more um, um, yes. hopefully balanced. <laughs> yes. That's, oh, that's, let's see here. I, yeah. I got, sorry. Did you? No, go. Okay. And so I found this one from, Wait a minute. Sawyer popped in and said something. Let me see. I'm still here. Sorry for not talking a whole bunch. Okay. This is technically the first live stream I've attended. That's the truth. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. Thanks, Sawyer, for being here too. Um, all right. I'm sorry, Lisa. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, but... it's okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree with I think we're probably on similar pages with our kids. I think the worst thing that I Oh. And she froze. The worst that she's something we'll find out when Angie returns with what it was. We don't know. Let me see if there's anything else. Um, let's see. We're talking about autoimmune stuff in here. Um, anything else? I made it let them get away with too uh, It made me let them get away with too much, but I suppose that was my codependency. There's a good point. Redheaded Writing Hood says, and I think she's talking about um, parenting with empathy. It made me let them get away with too much. But I suppose that was my codependency, but I put up with disrespect, which was bad. And that can be a confusing place. And I think that's what I was trying to describe, the difference between allowing my codependency to be the parent and, and my empathy to be the parent. And if, if we can like curb the codependency, then we have boundaries as well. So I think it does give you clearer boundaries when you have empathy, because you need yes. yours and they need theirs and you need to be like individual humans, let them individuate and at the same time, be their cheerleader and be there for them. Right. So, yeah. Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes. You were saying the worst thing and then you disappeared. Yeah. Well, that's really what it is. Exactly. Exactly that. And so that worked out well, but also, (laughs) but also I would say this, um, there's a difference between empath and codependent. Mm -hmm. I I did a video on it once. Big difference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's wrap up before I die again. Um, (laughs) Please, as always, thank you for being here. You're welcome. And uh, everybody, uh, to our Mons Club, we have Simrain, Jack, Chris, uh, Sawyer, everybody, thank you for being here. Members Kira and Ellen are both here today. Thank you, guys. And thank you to all of you. We love you, and we will see you in a week. Um, and let us know if you have suggestions or ideas for our next stream. I'm starting to think maybe we should talk about the autoimmune stuff. But Autoimmune stuff or code of entity versus... Versus empathy, yeah. Empathy? Yeah, so, um, <laughs> What did you say? I said codependency versus empathy. Empathy? <laughs> yes. 
Jack, put those on the list for us, please. <laughs> and anybody else's suggestions will also be great. I think I'm still here. Am I still here? You're still here. And then right. come on over to my channel, more live streams throughout the week. Yeah. Got a couple of fun topics I'm brewing right now. And there you go. we'll be there. Yeah. Oh, and one more thing. I think I'm going to try a really quick, um, what's it called? TikTok stream in 10 mm -hmm. minutes. So come talk to me over there if you're on Do TikTok. It. Yeah. Coach yeah. Angie Atkinson. All right. What is it? Tick it's Coach. Coach Angie Atkinson. Okay. Yeah. All one word. All um, one word. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you over there. Thanks, Lisa, again. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'll Just see you next girl. week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you then. All right.